captured by the Russian army during World War II and falsely convicted by the Russian communists of being a Vatican spy, the Jesuit priest, Father Walter Chizik, spent about 23 agonizing years in Soviet prisons and in labor camps in Siberia. In his book, He Leadeth Me, which I have right here, Father Walter Chizik communicates many of the important lessons he learned from this experience of captivity in communist Russia. The lesson of prayer, of accepting every moment of every day as a gift from the hands of God, and striving always to do his will. I mentioned Father Chizik because one of the most profound and important lessons he learned while suffering in Russia centers around humility. And it is humility that we see all over the word of God that we hear today proclaimed during the sacrifice of the mass. And to help us remember this lesson of humility that I'm gonna speak about a little bit, there are two titles that we can focus on. The first title is Servant, which we get from the uh, prophet Isaiah. And the second title is Son of God, which we get from the Gospel of John. So in the first reading from Isaiah, we have this, uh, this person called the servant of the Lord. And all throughout Isaiah, there are these different mentions of the servants of the Lord. You've probably heard that and are familiar with that. Uh, sometimes there's this image that's communicated of the suffering servant. Uh, so the servant of the Lord. And I, in Isaiah, there are different ways that that servant is depicted. Uh, sometimes it seems like it's just one person, the servant of the Lord. Other times it's, you get the impression that it's a community of people who are the servant of the Lord. And in the reading from Isaiah today, we see that this servant, uh, the Lord says, it's too little for you uh, to be a witness to just uh, my people, Israel, but I want you to be a light to the nations, to go out and be a light to the whole, all the world, to all the nations, to be a light for all the nations. And this servant of the Lord in Isaiah is this sort of uh, faithful remnant. So during this time, uh, there was the Babylonian exile, and there were only a, a small handful of people who remained faithful, a small community of people who remained faithful. And it's understood that that title, servant of the Lord, applies to that group of people that remained faithful during that time of persecution and exile. So the servant of the Lord are those who remain faithful. And that's a really big concept that comes into play with humility, is remaining faithful. So the servant of the Lord, this faithful remnant, uh, they're going to be the ones who are the light to the nations. And then when we get to the Gospel of John, we see that we have uh, Jesus, who is the Son of God. So we have the servant, and then we have the Son of God. And Jesus is the perfect example, the most excellent example that we have of someone fulfilling every bit of the Father's will in his life. Jesus perfectly followed the will of the Father, and that is a perfect example of humility, the perfect obedience and following of the will of God the Father. So the servant, this faithful remnant who remains faithful to the Lord, they're faithful to his commands, they're faithful to the Lord, so too Jesus is the perfect embodiment of fidelity to the Lord, of following the will of God the Father uh, perfectly. And Father Chizik, in his book, and it's amazing, uh, Father Chizik's writing that he offers to us. He suffered all those years in, uh, there was solitary confinement. There were long hours of being questioned uh, about who he is and what he's up to. Uh, he had to sit across the table from a, a questioner, a communist questioner, who was trying to press him and get him to admit things that he never did. 
Um, they, they really tortured him in many ways. And then many years of hard, hard labor in Siberia, which if you're not familiar with the geography of Russia, that's like really far north and really cold, and you really don't want to go there to be in a labor camp with the communists. So he was there for a really long time and suffered. Uh, he had to celebrate mass secretly, so he'd kind of sit in his bunk and uh, he would look like he was just relaxing and talking under his breath, but he was actually celebrating mass with a little bit of bread uh, and a little bit of wine. And then he would keep some of that, uh, the consecrated host with him, and give it to the prisoners secretly in the camp who longed to receive the Eucharist. Uh, so his witness is really profound, and he, he learned this lesson of humility, of just simply following the, the will of God the Father. And he writes, for humility, after all, is based on a very simple recognition of a fundamental truth, the true relationship between God and man. Humility is truth, is a spiritual adage that sums it up well. For humility is nothing more or less than knowing our place before God. Christ's whole life, from birth to death, was a perfect act of humility that flowed from his total submission to the will of the Father. Jesus is totally faithful, and that's how we can see that he's totally humble. He's a, a humble servant of the Lord. He is the Son of God. And one last thing to consider, for 30 years, that we don't think about this, for 30 years, Jesus labored in silence, and he led a hidden life. Jesus was a worker. He worked with his hands. Uh, he dealt with clients. Some were probably great to work with. Some may be a little difficult to work with. Uh, but Jesus was a worker. He knew what it was like to do hard work, to work a long time during the day, uh, to have that like, ache in your, your body after a long day's work, to sleep well after working really hard. Uh, Jesus was a worker. He worked hard. And for 30 years he did that in silence, in a hidden life. And then for just three years, he went out in a public ministry and showed us the fidelity to the will of God the Father in that way, up until the point of giving his life on the cross for the salvation of the world, a perfect pouring out of himself and fidelity to the will of God the Father. And so for us today, the call is to humility and to seek to do the will of God the Father in our life. How are we going to get to that point of knowing what God the Father's will is for us? Prayer. Prayer is the answer. If we're going to know what God is calling us to do, we have to pray. And we don't have to complicate it too much. We all have responsibilities in our life as married people, as students and single people, as priests, as deacons, um, as consecrated religious. We all have responsibilities in our life. And those responsibilities call on us. And sometimes we might be tempted to run away from those responsibilities. But no, that's exactly where we're going to find the will of God in our life, with the people and circumstances that we encounter each and every day. That's where we're going to find the will of God so often, by just being faithful to the responsibilities of our call in life, to be good students, to be good sons and daughters, to be good parents, to be better priests, uh, to be a good deacon, to be a good consecrated religious. That's where we're going to find the will of God in our life, in the, the people and circumstances of every day, and by being faithful to God's call in our life. So today, let us commit to being men and women of prayer so that we might know the will of God the Father and not run away from those people and circumstances in our everyday life, uh, but remain faithful to the Lord through his grace that we receive in this Mass to be the light to the nations and to bring the good news of salvation to each person we encounter.